All right, welcome back to the podcast. This week we have artist Cuejo, and I hope I'm saying it right. I keep feeling just ruining people's names all the time. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we got Cuejo on, and, yeah, I'll just give the floor to you for you to introduce yourself and the uh, music you make. Awesome. What's up? Um, I'm Nathan uh, Cuejo Yemedi. Um, I'm a 19-year-old artist from Virginia. Um, I've been making music for about two years now, coming up in actually like next month but um yeah i primarily make like rap r&b you know around that genre but you know i'm very open and versatile to almost any genre if you check my discography and my features you can see that i've done stuff from like pop you know and just different genres around that area so i'm always open to trying new things so i don't really like restricting myself to a single genre you know, it kind of just puts a limit on what I can do, and I kind of just want to be expansive of my abilities. So, no, I feel that for sure. Like one of the things I have written down in my notes for you is that you're very versatile, and right. you do scope. Like I can't just staple you down to one thing. You do to be more predominantly like a melodic rapper. That's like, I, you're one of your recent ones, or your most recent one closer. I actually got like it was a, a Gambino vibe off it, big time. Right. Childish Gambino vibes, like summertime chill vibes thing, and I feel like that's what you give and. Definitely anyone out there that's just looking for absolute chill vibes, R&B vibes. So a lot of the guys I've had on been way more hardcore, and you're pro- or like more yeah, hardcore rap, trap. Yeah. I think you've kind of hit the more R&B more than anyone else. So, I mean, anyone that's listening has been looking for that. You're definitely a go-to. You're young, uh, constantly evolving. I mean, all you got is years ahead. Fuck, I'm turning 24 on Friday, and I feel like I'd be a little <laughs> else. I mean, you being 19, man, you got so many years ahead of you and to grow, and it's exciting. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. So, uh, yeah, going with, just like I'm saying, you, I'm not saying one of your inspirations is uh, Gambino, but, I mean, I feel like you definitely sound like him, but I was just curious to see what were your inspirations, what really pushed you to get into music. Right. So, um, growing up, um, like, my first introduction to music, it was, like, Michael Jackson, Babyface, because my mom was in a lot of R&B in the car. So, it was it was definitely a lot of, like, singing, definitely not any sort of hip-hop until, like, late in my life. Um, and then towards like my middle school, high school years, it was a lot of like alternative rock, like pop punk, like five seconds of summer, all time low, state champs, you know, different bands because, um, I was obsessed with the guitar growing up. So once I finally learned how to play, when I, when I taught myself around like seventh grade, um, I would just like go on YouTube and watch live performances of all those bands playing songs. Oh, let me throw on Paramore in there. Big one, Paramore. Um, but yeah, and I, and I kind of taught myself from there. And really, I guess I got into singing more because um, around middle school, around like eighth grade, um, I had a couple friends, including my twin brother. Um, he also makes music. Um, but um, I, I wanted to start a band. And that's was, was my first approach into like getting into the music world. So I wanted to start a band. And I had no intention of, like, getting into hip-hop or anything like that at all. And obviously that fell through quickly. And um, at lunch, me and a couple of my buddies, who are, who are my brothers now, we kind of met through, um, I don't know if you've seen Super Hot Fire on YouTube. but No, I haven't. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like this little, it's just like this little skit almost where the, this dude, he says, like, just like these basic bars, but he get the the most utmost reaction from like everyone around him. <laughs> and so we do that like almost every day at lunch or when we could. And um, we'd really draw like crowds for that. And it was cool because we all like became friends off of that. And like 
that turn into freestyle sessions and then eventually, you know, turn into writing and eventually led to recording. So it, it was definitely a, a long process and it was an interesting way to start off my journey. Um, I feel like I, I was freestyling until like senior year. And that's I I think that's when I that's when I really got serious about, you know, actually like recording and like this. That's when I decided, OK, I don't want to just have this be a hobby. I want to like actually invest and like pour myself into this and see where it can take me because um up until that point like I said I I'd only been listening to like alternative rock and stuff like that but I will say the first the first person that really got me interested in the rap and I feel like I can credit them for the reason me taking such a melodic and versatile approach to rapping is Amine um he yeah. definitely just the way that he has fun with his music and you can you can never tell if it's going to be like straight bars or a mix of like singing and rapping so that definitely inspired me a lot and um one of my my favorite number one rapper right now probably of all times uh Saba I don't know if you've ever heard of him yeah he he definitely was one of the main reasons why um I chose a more authentic approach to my music and I I you know growing up in my area there's a lot of people who make music and you know it's obviously the the trap flex what I got the materialistic stuff but not a lot of people in my area wanted to dive deep and you know show you know show some skin and what really you know showed a piece of themselves in the in the music and I thought I felt like that that was a unique approach that I wanted to take because I told myself if I was going to do this music thing I was going to be authentic and real to myself you know I wasn't going to put on this fake facade of somebody that I wasn't um, so that that's also something I really, you know, pride myself on. I really um, want to make sure that, you know, as I'm going through this, you know, um, one day if, you know, I'm making millions and all this stuff that I don't lose myself, you know, all the materialistic stuff that I really, you know, ground myself and remind myself what I'm doing in the first place. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's like that's why I love the underground like you guys coming up because it's a lot of guys are willing to take that stretch to either make their own lane or actually do something that's different as whereas you look at like a Travis Scott who's sounded the same his entire career and will continue to sound the same because he's made his stay in that Drake all these guys like that they have their main sound and they're not willing or they're they don't seem as willing to try something out of the norm because they're I mean scared to lose they're, they're already at the top so what right. but the underground I find even with the I'm hoping the independent artists which seems to be more of a thing these days I hope it starts to change because you can really yeah. spit out whatever the hell you want when you're not tied down because the record yeah. deal is slowly starting to die and it's almost advised more times than not not to really get on one these days and I don't know music's in kind of a weird kind of place right now with the internet and stuff it's definitely got an sure. exciting side to it and there's another side to it that's I don't know it's it's there's two sides to it. One side yeah. is very exciting. The other side is kind of a bummer. But I feel like it'll eventually <clears> – <throat> I like that the independent artist is getting pushed more. And, I mean, I'm excited to see where you go for sure just because you're being so young and hopefully taking advantage of everything now that we have out there to, yeah. to, push to the forefront. <clears throat> but kind of going from that, you have your most recent song, Closer, is definitely more of a melodic uh, vibe to it, more R&B vibe. Uh I guess that was dropped in November of the end of 2020. So is that kind of what you were doing in 2020 leading into what you're doing this year? Like is a project planned or are you mainly staying uh, single oriented? 
Um, so actually, um, my most recent single was I Got. That was the one dropped in November. Oh, Closure. shit, yeah, I have that written down. I have right, right. No worries, you're good, bro. Um, but Closure, I dropped that, like, in May, yeah, yeah. May 2020. But, yeah, so, I don't, as you can tell, I only have about, like, five songs right now up. And um, so the first three, In Love, Mixed Signals, Too Late, those are all three singles that I dropped in high school. Um, I dropped them on SoundCloud first, and um, obviously I was, like, testing the waters with the music and stuff, but um, I feel like um, Closure and I Got was me, really, because those other three songs all had features on it, and Closure and I Got are the only songs that don't have features, so those songs are really me kind of, like, almost testing the waters and trying to find my own sound a little bit, um, but definitely... Um, a project is in the works for sure. Um, I've been taking these past couple of months. Um, I have a, I've been, it's like the first time in my life where I actually have more than like two unreleased songs that I'm holding. So, um, it's cool. I think, um, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm definitely going to drop a few singles leading up to it, but definitely a project is the goal, hopefully by summer at the latest. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, yeah, you, for the people that do look them up, you don't have very much hope of that being you haven't really only been doing it coming on, just like you said, for two years. Right. What you've put out yet is almost is, is promising for what's coming, I and mean, you're only going to – I'm assuming you're doing this full-time at this point, so, I mean, every day you're going to be getting better. Right. So, yeah, it's it's definitely exciting to see what's coming. So I guess I always ask this question just because it's such a big topic, the COVID 2020, how it just shit hit the fan. Right. Uh, I'm always I'm talking to guys that have been doing it for five years plus or whatever. So I'm kind of curious. Your first year or almost your going on your second year, COVID hit mm-hmm. and everything just came to a, a standstill. Kind of how was that for you as almost basically just starting? You chose just to do it and kind of this came out of nowhere. How was 2020 as a whole? So obviously for all of us, 2020 was like a big learning experience. But I. I feel like 2020 in terms of music was a blessing and a curse for me just because um, obviously um, I have, you know, I have friends who have a lot of connections to like venues and stuff. So shows were definitely in the lineup and in, in, in the vision. But, um, but in terms of like the actual music aspect, it was really great for me to kind of just close myself off from everything and kind of isolate and really think about, you know, my life and reflect on, um, you know, what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go with this music thing. And that's kind of what the song I got is about is just kind of me reflecting on everything that I've learned because, um, you know, in all my music, I like to, you know, reflect my life and, you know, either what I'm going through at the moment, you know, what I'm planning for the future or even talking about my past. So, um, that quarantine kind of just helped me get into that mindset and really be like, okay, look, if, if this if this music thing is really what I want, then this is the direction I need to go. This is how I need to treat myself mentally and physically. And so, yeah, I mean, as you can see, like the the first two songs that didn't have any features came from a result of you know COVID, like closure and I got and um and I I'm I'm not gonna say that if quarantine didn't happen that these songs wouldn't have happened, but I feel like it would have been a way different approach if I didn't have that isolation in that time, really think to myself. Yeah, no, for sure. And that's what I always say with people. I mean, you can either take a negative approach with it or take a positive. I mean, right. even a negative situation, like 
just going through. I mean, I went through a kind of a dark time, but then it actually pushed me to make music because something I've wanted to do for a while. So I mean, it's all it's all perspective, and I mean, I'm I'm happy that it's kind of turned out on the brighter side for you. Uh, coming, did you have anything planned that kind of got halted? That's kind of still waiting on the back burner. Um. So, um. I don't know if you've seen, but um, I made a song called Everything's Okay um, with the artist named Ace Villar. It's one of the features. Um, and I was supposed to go down to Florida to film a video for that, but obviously COVID hit. Um, but um, one of my friends, another one, one of my buddies, um, he goes to a university um, near my hometown. Um, he goes to George Mason University, and he's, like, friends with the person who runs, like, the, you know, the arena stuff there. And he was trying to – because he's, like, big on – um, you know, putting on for these underground artists. His name is Jonathan Hutchinson. Um, goes by Extro 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 Ski Extro Sky something. Please, God forgive me if you hear this. But um, <laughs> but um, yeah, he he's all about like putting on for underground artists and giving opportunities. So he was going to um, he was going to you know kind of rent out this big arena and put on a little like clinic for all the underground artists to kind of perform and showcase their talent. So that was something I was really looking forward to. Um, and I guess like just big gatherings in general to share my music. That's, that's what I'm kind of like missing out on right now. So. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything kind of planned that's coming up this year? I mean, I don't know where you guys, it's always hard for me to tell right. you guys are in for your COVID restrictions and stuff. I mean, right. places are still showing small shows, but yeah, do you kind of got anything that's actually lined up that is looking more than promising to happen for yourself? Right. So, um, in terms of like physical like, opportunities, I don't know. I don't have anything set in stone, but um, I definitely have like ideas that like me and my friends are working on. Me and my um, like other artist friends are like ideas and approaches you want to take to kind of like reach our fans and like kind of keep them engaged because like a big thing that we're trying to go for this year. It's to like build up a fan base and you know keep a constant engaged fan base, you know to kind of just um, build our audience. Yeah, no, for sure. And I always feel bad for you guys because the live performance is always one of the bigger, yeah. bigger things other than pushing ads and stuff online. I mean, you make the personal connections, and I I pray only towards. I mean, hopefully mid twenty twenty one, definitely the end of it that you're able to start hitting the stage. I mean, as a young artist, that's something that that's what you learn right now so i really pray that's one thing that isn't completely taken away from you again for the second year yeah for sure so uh other than the project you were hoping to come this year uh what other goals plans you got coming that uh i guess you know about right now so um oh that actually reminds me so for the last question you asked um so um me and my brother he's also an artist I, i've said that before but um we last year during quarantine, uh, a producer hit us up. He's a good friend of ours, um, and asked us to get on this collab tape. Um, and actually, looks he he sent it to us like a couple of weeks ago, and it actually sounds pretty promising. And that's gonna drop in like April, but and that's like that's also something I'm looking forward to, just because like so many other talented artists are on there that like make me look like uh, a rookie, which I am. But um, it's definitely something that I feel honored and blessed to be a part of because. You know, when people from, you know, around the the country or even, like, around the world, you know, come to you and ask you to, like, hop on a song or whatever, like, it's, like, such, like, a humbling moment because, you know, you remember in that position when you were, like, asking other people to get on songs with you and, like, now people are asking you to get on songs with them. So 
I mean, I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but um, it's just, it's such a surreal moment. And it's like, and, and, it, and it definitely motivates you to keep going because, you know, it's, it's just the little things, you know. But um, one thing that I'm looking forward to this year, um, I feel like something I've accomplished over like the past couple of months, even like the past year, is like I've kind of put my name out there in terms of like not necessarily huge artists, but people who definitely have a bigger following than me. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the Genius Cosign Show, but it's it's kind of a it's kind of a show that Genius has started over the last year. That's kind of given underground artists an opportunity to kind of you know showcase their talents. And um, actually, uh, my brother he won um, the Cosign last year. Um, it was cool and. My brother and two of my other friends actually won, which is kind of crazy in the same area. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it was cool because he got posted on the Instagram page, like, over, like, a million followers. And, like, you know, people really knew who he was. And um, I got on the show, I would say, the beginning of January. Um, and, unfortunately, you know, I got second place. But it was cool because um, because I had already – we had already established a connection with my brother and my friend before – um, the host named Jacques Morel, he, he already knew who I was coming up. And when he heard, I submitted, I got, and when he played, I got, he was like, wow, this is like the favorite, my, the, the best song I've heard today. And, um, one of my friends, he's like been talking to him, like behind the scenes, like trying to plug ourselves more. And he's like, yeah, bro, I definitely mess with you guys. Like the fact that three of you made it on the show from the same area, you know, maybe like one day you guys can come down to genius headquarters and we can hook something up. So it, it's definitely cool to see. You know, that people with, with bigger audiences and um, bigger platforms are recognizing, you know, the work that we're putting in. And hopefully one day it pays off because obviously it's not going to be like an overnight success type thing. And it's going to be a slower grind. But, you know, just getting recognition here and there, it it makes me feel better for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, having that group around you is only more you just could push each other. And you can only expect the, the best from all three of you guys. I mean, that is something right. impressive even for you to be a runner up and then those two to to win it. Um, I thought I, I think I saw something about that, but I didn't. I don't know that that must still be a thing. I don't know. I haven't kept right. up. Definitely haven't kept up to date on it. But I mean, yeah, yeah, no, that's that is that is ridiculous. He almost shot yeah. three, but uh, yeah. So I guess I like to ask the question from time to time. I'm just always curious. I mean, who do you predominantly listen to right now? And uh, I guess down the line, say you're at a Drake status, uh, who right. would be dream feature to come on with you? So. Um Recently, it's been a lot of Emok, Healy, um, and obviously Saba, regardless, you know, when it is. But um, definitely Dream Feature. For, okay, rapper, definitely Saba. That's, that's, not, that's not a question. Um, singer, it would either be Emok, Daniel Caesar, or Haley Williams from Paramore. Like those are top three in terms of like vocalist, because like they they they've all inspired. I feel like they've all like a combination. I feel like I kind of model my model my music from like a, a part of each of their. Like I feel like a big reason for the reason I sing the way I do is because like growing up I sing like a lot of Paramore and I'll like mock the way that Haley sings, and I feel like it's just kind of developed like a natural cadence for me even though I'm, like, trying to get rid of it because, like, I'm trying to, like, learn, like, the proper way to sing without, like, just, like, belting my voice. and <laughs> But, um, yeah, definitely I took a aspect from each one of their games and tried to make it my own almost. So 
definitely those people for sure. Yeah, no, and I mean, kind of winding this down here, I'm just going to say that uh, his new single and the other stuff will be all added to the Hasty Sessions playlist, The Rise, on Spotify. You guys will definitely be able to check it out there, and I'll be plugging all your stuff. I mean, we'll have, definitely have you back on when you drop the project. Come on and uh, plug the living hell out of that and just kind of give the backstory yeah. behind it, because I always love hearing that stuff and how right. a project kind of came to be. That's always interesting. Uh, yeah, to kind of wind it down here, uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, to give you the floor at the end of it, just plug anything and everything, all your socials, uh, if you got merch or anything in that kind of realm, uh, yeah, plug it all. Me. So um, thank you for having me on. It's truly a blessing. Um, almost any social media except for Twitter, you can find me at Quajo with like three O's, so K W A J and then three O's, just because Quajo is almost taken on every single. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm mainly on Instagram, um, TikTok, Twitter is different. Um, that's because like I'm using my first account and kind of transforming it into my music account. So it's my real name. It's like Nathan um, Yemedy, but they they both start with M. So it's N A T H A N Y A M E D I sixteen. But I'm pretty sure if you type in Quajo in Twitter, just because I made it like my little handle, then you, you should find me there. But um, yeah, um, go ahead and shoot me a follow on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever. Um, and the streaming service, obviously, you'll find me Spotify, Apple Music, um, pretty sure Amazon Music, SoundCloud. But SoundCloud only have like three songs and like a couple of remixes I did. But um, yeah, mainly anywhere you type in Quajo, you should be able to find me. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, man, for coming on. Uh, this kid's only 19 years old. Definitely check him out. It's only going up from here. I mean, the stuff already sounds already polished. And I mean, the sky's the limit. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to you uh, grow over the next year and uh, beyond. So thanks again for coming on. I appreciate you. God bless. Peace.